Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Batch Report, where we are talking about The Bachelor New Zealand, episode five. Yeah, and things are going to get heated up here. Yeah, we start off with the cocktail party. Remember they left us on that cliffhanger last week that was, like, really weird? Kimmy was crying. And they, he, like, made the joke, like, oh, do you want to just go home? And then she, like, lost it. Right, which, do you think that was an appropriate joke? Um, I feel like it was both appropriate and inappropriate in the same time. Because, like, had it just been him joking with a bunch of people who were, like, in perfectly good spirits, and he was like, oh, do you want to go home? Like, it would have been funny. But the fact that she was already, like, tearing up and crying, and then he said that, like, put her over the edge, which I think was a little bit inappropriate. Yeah, not to spoil anything, but later on in the season, he does kind of talk about how cocktail parties are the most nerve-wracking for him. I feel like he's mentioned it multiple times this season where he just, like, it's hard for him because he doesn't... It's hard to gauge where everyone's at. And I think he was trying to lighten the mood because he noticed a little uncomfortability and he thought it would be like, oh. And I think that he hasn't really had time to talk to a lot of the girls. Yeah. But he does get to talk to Kimmy for a second. And she's like, why haven't you asked me on a date yet? I haven't been on a group date or a one-on-one date. Like, I'm so offended. I haven't been on a date. And she's like crying. And he's like, oh, well, like, I pick the dates that I feel fit the people. Yeah. And she's like, well, you get to choose who goes on the dates and you haven't picked me for a date. And is like, and he's like, it's nothing against you. Like, I feel comfortable enough with how I feel about you that I don't need a date to see how you would react in those situations. Yeah. Um, so then I think it put her mind at ease a little bit. But then after she talks to him, she calls all the girls over. And it's like, I love you all. And everyone's like, oh, my God. And I was like, wow, is she about to, like, send herself home? And then she, like, calls them all over. And she's, like, crying and talking about how she loves them all. And then she's like, I'm just so stoked to be here. Yeah. And I can't wait to spend more time with all of you. And it was like, she's, like, on a crazy roller coaster. I'm like, are you hormonal or what? Meanwhile, Sam is, like, telling the girls about how Moses was asking her about his top five. In the bottom three. In the bottom three, which I think... Which it looks like he's been asking multiple people that question. it does, which is, he must be asking people that he doesn't necessarily consider his type, but we'll see. Well, so Chobani... Yeah, Shivani has a chat, and it did not go yeah. so well, which I really like her. She's probably one of my favorite people as an individual, but... She basically called him out because he keeps calling the show a game. And she was like, I don't like that you're calling it a game. Do you think there's merit to that? I do. I think, like, I would feel very uncomfortable if I was on that show and The Bachelor kept calling it a game. 
I mean, like, oh, you're playing this game very well, or oh, yeah. like this will get you further in the game. It's like it's not a game. Which to me, it didn't actually seem like they really were connecting that well. I think their communication styles were very different. And, like, the way he says, like, he likes to keep things as lighthearted as possible. Yeah. And, like, she could have very easily been more lighthearted about it and been like, hey, I didn't know this was a game to you. Right? Like, she could have very easily bantered with him. But she took a very, like... And then he was like, oh, well, what should I call it? Like, a social experiment? Like, a dating experiment? Right. And she's like, no, like, call it a journey. And then they like nice. laughed about it because like a journey sounds so yeah. like stupid. But, it's just cheesy. <laughs> but it's that like, actually what else is probably good. It? It's probably good for the relationship. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then she was she told him she was like you ask a lot of questions but you don't give a lot back. Yeah. But the weird thing is, I feel like he gives a lot to certain people. Like when he was on the one on one date with Lou, like they sat down and he like opened up a ton. Right. He was on the date with Shanae and opened up a ton. But then some people are very surface conversations. Right. And even though Shivani had the first one-on-one date, I still feel like they're very surface still. Yeah. And the thing is, is that's just life, isn't it? That some people you're going to feel more comfortable opening up to and others you're maybe going to feel a different way. Maybe you're going to want to, you're, going to want to banter more you know Mm -hmm. so i think that's hard to gauge that i think she wants more for moses but he has to grow with her right yeah so hopefully he keeps her around we'll see which something i really appreciate about him though is that he's checking and seeing who he communicates well with and who he vibes well with and then if even if it's someone that he finds attractive or someone that he would like to fall in love with in the future, if he doesn't feel it and he doesn't see that connection, he's sending them home. Yeah. And I appreciate it versus him being like, Oh, well this will look really good if I pick them in the end. So I'm just going to like keep them around for honestly, he's the first bachelor who's like gone on -on one-on-one dates that I've noticed. Mm -hmm. And then like the next rose ceremony sent those like multiple times he sent them home. Like he Mm -hmm. gets a gauge on the, person sees if the connection's real to him because that's what matters and then he's like makes a decision yeah because that's honestly kind of what they're doing and so he's doing it very well uh so so rose samarani the first call out was lana which made me happy because i feel like i've been wanting to see more of her and that kind of like confirmed that he's actually interested and then the last call out was steph and when she goes up to accept the rose, she actually chooses to decline. Which, I mean, three rose ceremonies in a row being the last person called. Yeah. Like, why are you... Like, she knew she was wasting her time if she stuck around. And I think that Moses is really feeling the weight of having to send girls home at this point. Like, because he has to send two girls home. He hasn't really had a chance to even spend time with everybody, you know? And, but he did send yeah. home two people that he had spent at least a little bit of time with. And those would be Shivani, who had had that first one-on-one date. They had just had that big chat. And then he realized it wasn't a match, sent her home. And then Kayla, who had been on the group date the week before, and they'd actually had a chat. Right. And she had done that connection circle with the girls. Like, we've at least seen a little bit of Kayla and have seen them interact. 
And I think at that point in time, he just knew that neither of those girls would be the one. Yeah. And then Art comes in. He's got like the most hilarious timings this whole mm-hmm. season. He just comes in like at the most <laughs> the funniest times. And everyone knows it's bad news at this point, you know? Yeah. So he comes in and he just says, you know, Shivani and Kayla. Is that Kyla? Kayla. Kayla. Yeah, they all have slightly alteration names. Because it's New Zealand. So yeah. Everyone- we're going to get to a point here right after the break where I'm going to tell you some names that are spelled just like they yeah. are in America, but pronounced completely different. And they're freaking crazy. So. So before we talk about that, though, I do want to talk about my favorite jewelry brand, which is Ana Luisa Jewelry. I wore their earrings in our wedding, the Catherine earrings. So cute. It's like three hoops in one. So you only need one piercing, but they're three like sparkly hoops. Super cute, super petite, super classy. And these make a great gift. They're great for yourself. Like all of their jewelry is absolutely beautiful and affordable. And my favorite thing about them is that they are carbon neutral and they like they are 100% of the carbon emissions related to their life cycle are offset, which is crazy. They have super fair prices starting at $39 with no luxury markup and just like fantastic quality because they do limited batches. So if you want to get yourself some beautiful, gorgeous jewelry or for a gift, you can go to analuisa.com slash batch report MD and you can get 15% 15% off. So that is analuisa.com slash batchreportmd. Treat yourself to your loved ones. Use the code batchreportmd to get 15% off. I absolutely recommend them. I obviously wore them for our wedding, so they're pretty much like the greatest thing ever. They're beautiful, sustainable. Go check them out, analuisa.com slash batchreportmd, code batchreportmd. I also want to give a call out to a company that I've seen growing in popularity every day, and that is Fit Forever. It's this fantastic health and fitness app that has helped thousands of people turn back the clock on their body. So whether you're an athlete who's like getting ready for a big competition or a match, or you're someone who injured yourself years ago, or you're someone who like has never been athletic and wants to get in shape, like Fit Forever is fantastic. They are backed by the world's most prestigious doctors, professional athletes, surgeons, Olympic trainers, and physical therapists. All of their expertise has been distilled into this app just for you. This is scientifically proven, medically backed fitness, and members are feeling improvements in their posture, flexibility, strength, and joint health in their very first week. So you basically just go online and take a quick assessment. You get your fitness plan personalized to your body's unique needs and limitations, and you're good to go. The app will select a daily workout for you to help improve your body, mind, and mood in just 30 minutes a day, which is the perfect amount of time because it's not really cutting into like your busy schedule. Who doesn't want to get fit in 30 minutes or less? So change comes with commitment. So commit to a plan that will completely transform how you look, feel, and live. Sign up today at fitforever.com for your free one-week trial. And exclusively for our listeners, Fit Forever is offering $10 off their yearly plan. That's $10 off when you use code BATCHREPORT at checkout. So that is fitforever.com, code BATCHREPORT at checkout. All right, let's get back to it. Oh, man. Lana gets a one-on-one date. 
I know, which excited me because she was in our top four. Yeah, and she actually seems she seems very enlightened. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, she's really aware of his his like feelings, and like she's very attuned mm-hmm. to him. I think they make a very considerate like couple. Yeah, so they go horseback riding, and then they have like this picnic where they have this random dog at the picnic. I don't know where it came from or why it was there, but but it was perfect. I loved it. Um, but I wrote about this date that they have very similar personalities and that they work very like cohesively together. Like everything about them just like fit very easily. Yeah. And it felt like just like an easy pair. Like they weren't arguing. They weren't like bickering. They weren't like talking surface level about everything. It was just like, easy flowing conversation yeah and she gets a date rose she does and she deserves it i think because they have great chemistry i still see her in the top four i do too like some of these people that i said the very first week i was like oh they'll make top four now are like sliding into the background but lana is one of the people that i think is actually like filling into the space i thought she would yeah and so this is the first time that i realize who Kimmy reminds me of. Who is that? Uh, Kimmy reminds me of Chicken Little. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she reminds me of the... Crying wolf. Crying wolf, or the sky's falling. Oh, the sky's falling, yeah. Yeah, she's always like, the sky's falling, the sky's falling, oh no, like crying over every little detail of every little thing. It's like, come on. I'm you like, know? he likes you enough to have kept you several weeks. Like, yeah, she's like back fine. at the, she's back at the uh, mansion crying. And I'm like, oh, Kimmy, come on. But then Pull yourself it, together. But it, I get it. It's kind of an emotional experience. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not normal. So if she's a person that hasn't been in a relationship and she's thinking this is like how things typically are, then... I can see how, so I can empathize with mm-hmm. how she's feeling too. But she is definitely reminding me of Chicken Little at this point. So Moses shows up for a date. He thinks it's going to be a group date, and it is a group date. But Art shows up and is like, this is a different type of group date. The most hilarious, he just comes in. And, oh my gosh, I just, Art's <laughs> And then he's hilarious. like, it's Intruder Day. And Moses is like, what the heck is Intruder Day? And basically four new women are showing up. And he gets to go out on, like, this yacht with them and then have, like, little mini dates with each of the four new girls. Yeah. So just going through them real fast. First, there was Alana, and he goes paddleboarding with Alana. She seemed like they were having a decent amount of fun. Um, I don't know. I just, I didn't feel any, like, spark there. And then there's Suzanne. Right. And Suzanne is starting a church. Yeah. And she's like, also married. Yes. <laughs> See, at first I was like, oh, she's like yeah. really pretty. Like, I know he's very spiritual. Like, maybe they'll hit it off. And then they like, like Can we talk go about... to talk. And he was asking yeah. about like, oh, have you been in like any long term relationships? And she's like, oh, yeah, five years. Actually, I was married. And she's like, actually, I'm still married. Right. I'm still and someone's wife. So like, is there any circumstance where that's okay? To go like, on The Bachelor was still bachelor. married? No. Is there any circumstance? No. Like, I mean, I mean, I get it. Like, 
Okay. I don't think it's a high. I don't think it's like a, a casting issue. I think it's just like her. It's her. It's not <laughs> a casting issue. It's like, oh, if you want to go on and like, you know, you you're fit for the thing and you may be compatible. Like it's her thinking that's okay, right? I don't know. So the only reason I think it would ever be okay is if. And this isn't even technically legally still married, but like if you were married to someone and they passed away tragically, like they got right. cancer, they died, and you still considered yourself married because you had never been divorced. You or, know what I mean? Like so mentally, if you had been calling yourself no. their wife for years and then you like showed up and they asked and you said, oh, well, technically I'm someone's wife, but they're dead. Okay, what about this? Like. What if you married someone they, you decided you didn't want to be with them. Or they just and disappeared. they just like, were like, I'm not signing the divorce papers. Or they just completely they just dipped out and go, disappeared. Yeah, yeah, and they just go and, and zoom away, right? Like they mm -hmm. fly to a different country, they get off the grid. Uh, that's okay. If you I said, think, yeah. I'm technically still married, but I have not seen them in five years. Or I can't figure out how to get them to sign mm -hmm. these papers, right? Like, yeah. So I think that that, so... We'll have to wait and see on her, but so far she seems to me like she's there for the wrong reasons, but uh, yeah. we'll have to wait and see because I am kind of curious. So, so next up we have Lydia and they go kayak together. And I said, Lydia really reminds me of Chanel. Like, oh yeah. Lydia's energy. There's something about her, like how she talks, how she acts, that reminds me a lot of Chanel. You're like, just what we need, another Chanel. I love Chanel. Oh, okay. But I just feel like when she showed up... I like Lydia, too. That... So... I really like them. And then the last person that shows up is Annie. And the only thing I wrote about Annie is, like, well, one, they went fishing. But two, I felt like they really hit it off. Like, as far as the four girls went, I feel like he hit it off the most with Annie. Yeah, I think that they did. Yeah. Meanwhile, I think all the other girls are, aren't they spying on them? Yeah, with binoculars. I don't know who gave them binoculars and told them either. to look at this yeah. boat. But then Devani is kind of going through this thing where she's like, I need to have a talk with Moses because my age thing is an issue to a lot of these girls. So they're going to continuously be putting me in their bottom three when he asks. And yeah. he doesn't even know how old I am. She thinks that her age is going to be an issue. Okay, so I just almost can't even focus on the show when they're looking out with the binoculars because the view is just so spectacular. I'm just oh like God. enamored, you know? I'm just like, wow, what a gorgeous so they are at, area. Um, beautiful. Paroa Bay Winery, I guess, is where oh, they're filming yeah. it. We're definitely going to have to go to that winery. And when it like popped up at the bottom of the screen, I was like, Googling it, I was like, we need to figure out how to go. We're going to be there. like destination. Because I want to be having going. dinner on that hilltop over mm -hmm. the ocean. Like, that's where I want to be. So. That's going to be on my five-year bucket list. Maybe for our honeymoon, like our official honeymoon. Oh, yeah. We could go to New nice. Zealand. Take COVID's kind of throwing a wrench in things, but things are reopening. So you I know. know. And we're vaccinated. So, okay. So moving on. That's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. They left us so on this cliffhanger yeah. because you're like, how many girls are going to be have sent home now? I don't know. You're going to have to tune in for the next one. And we'll talk to you next week or actually not even next week, tomorrow. 
we're doing an extra episode this week. So tomorrow you get to hear what happens. All right. I'm pumped. Let's do it. And we'll talk to you then.